0: show this is a yeah cool, you guys can yeah
1: this is we're cool. in actually in the middle of a conversation
0: yeah audience, we were so talking about mind. yeah we were talking about <laughs> steve jobs and how he's a he's a stupid bitch and then if i had the opportunity yeah. to i would resurrect him uh remove his cancer from him uh give him the hope to live a beautiful life and then strangle him to death in front of his children <laughs> but i can't do any of that so it's technically not a threat so
1: <laughs> non-actionable non-actionable technically yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, not technically a parody, but it is non-actionable. It definitely yeah, is. There's, listen. Technology. Don't
2: ask how it's a parody. It's just it's a parody. It's not <laughs> even a parody. Listen, I have full. This is fair use.
0: I have full. Entertainment value. Listen, I need.
1: <laughs> I understand how laws work. I need work. the FBI
0: to understand, because <laughs> I know they're listening, that I had full intent to do this, but I literally can't, because it's a physical impossibility. Oh, yeah.
1: One thing I forgot to check. Uh, Lexi, when you talk in your microphone like that, there's a little bar in your Audacity client. Um, that doesn't, like, peek into the red when you're doing that, right?
2: Okay, uh, no, it does not.
1: Okay, perfect. As long as you're holding that and try, like, raising your voice. Ah! Hell yeah. How's that? Still green.
2: It's still it's still cool. good.
1: Okay, perfect. All right, we're good.
0: Also, I
2: is that going to get cut? Please don't put <laughs> no, that in the podcast. We don't, we don't
0: cut shit in this pod, all right? That's what makes it funny. <laughs> it's the fact that we don't. If you want me to, yeah, if you we'll, want me we'll to cut it, cut if it you want, uh,
2: get a thousand like reply, guys, like. <laughs>
0: uh... Um. I should. Hey, listen. That's what
2: I go viral for. (laughs) Listen,
0: if
1: it (laughs) if it increases our listenership because you went ah in the middle of an episode, then yeah, (laughs) hey. You sick. know, yeah. one small... I'm only
2: letting you guys milk me for clout Because you're my actual friends. I'd <laughs> like this to just be on the record Put that yes, on the that pod is... I know what they're doing yeah, she has... They have permission She
1: has refused every single podcast invite That she's had up until this point And she will probably refuse every other podcast invite Probably including from us After this point <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the...
2: No I'm not I'm going to go on the big ones
1: <laughs>
0: Okay yeah, yeah.
1: Alright yeah, everyone, screw you everyone, guys. It seems like you're rich and famous. Everyone has their praise. I see how it is. I just
0: want to end up on Chapo one time so I can mm-hmm. ask them directly, where's Virgil at? <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> hey, listen, he never got really far. Where he at, though? Where, where he, at, he at, though? Where he at, though? <laughs> That's...
1: This, yeah, this doesn't at, need though. to be this doesn't need to be on the air. Yeah. This doesn't need to be on the record. Yeah. I just want to know where he at though. Right? Where Where he, he at? at?
0: Send 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 me let me pull up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Also I wanted like I want to kiss Amber one time but like not in a sexual way but <laughs> just cuz I know I know those lips are crazy. I know that. I know I know those lips go crazy i don't know why what but do you I...
1: mean no i'm sorry why would you, you
2: want you to be in a sexual r- marcos no this is an l like listen why? she's
0: terrible right but those lips go crazy i know they go crazy i just i don't know i don't know how to explain it to you how i just don't know I, I just have a feeling all right this is
2: I've never looked at her lips and thought about anything. I didn't even remember she had some.
0: She does. She has,
2: like, I know logically she, she has, does, but it's like when I think Amber's lips, it's just like file, not found. No, she
0: has like insanely, she has like the weird, what is it? Like the Kazakh lips. That Kazakh, right? <laughs> I don't know how to explain it to you. Huh? Excuse you? <laughs> yeah, Excuse what? you? She's like a Kazakh. Like Excuse she's got the, me? She's got lips like she needs, like, like a Kazakh's lips. I don't know how to explain it to you in a way that makes sense. All right? But it... <laughs> Listen. Excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> lips that are lips that were nurtured by goat milk. You know what I mean, like that from the hills of the Cossack mountains. That's that's what she has. Right? <laughs> Marcus,
2: Bro. I'm going to give you about five minutes to remember what my ethnicity is.
1: Aren't wasn't isn't it all like fucking flatlands? It's like steps. And like, shit. I have no
0: idea. Listen, what I do don't you know,
1: mean Cossack mountains? I don't
0: know. I'm just saying things. All right. What are I'm you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> what do you, okay. Okay.
1: It's not racist if he doesn't know what he's talking about. First of all, all, that is true. And secondly, what do you mean it's not sexual when you're like literally like fetishizing a specific part of her body? It's nothing to do with sexuality. I don't want to do anything sexual.
0: I just want to feel her lips on my lips. I have beautiful lips too. I have big, beautiful lips. I feel like our lips together would just make sense. You don't understand, right? It's like a cosmic thing. You don't, it would unlock something.
2: So it's not sexual. It's worse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, yes. Absolutely, yes. But I haven't even introduced you. Like, um, this is Hunter Vibin on Twitter. She is our friend. I think it's uh,
1: technically at against Stan. Yeah, at against Stan. Wants
0: to. If
1: you want to pick up three or four followers from our, yeah, from, from, from our, our pod. You know, shit. you know what's
0: okay. Listen, here's the thing about the podcast and the podcast followers. All right, this is real shit. Listen they fo- like you guys they have followed me from my old account which was legitimately way worse than my new account right and they followed me from that to this account and like they fuck with me heavy there are very few of them but they these people would literally they'll do anything for me and i love them for that and, and in the in the same vein i'll do anything for them if they called me right now it's like i need a hundred bucks don't do that because i'm broke but i would still send you a hundred bucks <laughs> I like if my last hundred dollars. If
2: I can, I will. Right? <laughs> I can't,
1: I'm so glad that the first call that we're gonna get is somebody saying, "Hey, I need a hundred bucks." <laughs> so so tight, dude.
0: And I'm gonna Sick. feel obligated to dudes. <laughs> ten dollars. Let's just call it ten dollars. All right.
1: <laughs> How we're gonna do is we're I will gonna say play like it, the whole... We're gonna play it live on the episode, and you're gonna say, "Yeah, sure," and I'm gonna say,
0: "No, <laughs> you haven't subscribed to the Patreon." <laughs> If you wanna you gotta give me ten dollars first and then I'll give you ten dollars back. Exactly. (laughs) That's the economy, (laughs) all right. This is how the economy works, all right? This is the this thing about
1: listen, it's called a
0: circular economy. You have to give to get. (laughs) The economy of respect, all right? (laughs) Oh my god.
2: I think they should
1: give you eleven dollars and then you give them ten dollars. <laughs> we have yeah, a one dollar tier. Now we're talking. We have a
0: literal yep. one dollar tier for people who yeah, just so want. Yes, you could
1: just you could actually just give us a dollar and then we can call it even, split the difference. Yeah,
0: just to support the show. It's one of those things where you mm-hmm. give me a dollar and I'll be, we'll be friends. Like you can follow me on Twitter, <laughs> right? If you're if you're in the Bay Area, you need a best man to write a speech for your wedding. I'm happy to go. I'll show up and I'll be like, yeah, we were best friends. We're, back in I don't know for twenty five years. We've been friends. <laughs> I'm happy to do that for literally a dollar a month. You understand, right?
2: Can I take you to my godmother to show her I'm not a failure? Just like lie, say I've accomplished anything. Yes,
0: absolutely. She's
2: so Jewish and so concerned.
0: I would absolutely. I would be like Lexi. I
2: all the time. Lexi,
0: I didn't think you were going to make it through medical school, but I'm so glad that you did. <laughs>
2: Call my mom with any of that, true? No.
0: I know that you were really, you were really, you really struggling going through medical and legal school at the same time. No, I- so how you gotta,
1: how you gotta play this is you have to get Marcos to answer the phone when he, she calls your mom. Yeah. Marcos has to run interference for you there yeah, too. Absolutely, and I'm
0: happy. If to do I that.
2: had that level of scheming, my mother would be very proud. of me. My mother is a crazy person, but I think the thing that annoys her most when I lie isn't that I lie, it's that I'm a bad liar.
0: Oh, man.
1: I can I can understand that. She hates that. it. She,
2: when I first got with Shogg, if she liked him, she's like, I think he's a pirate, like me.
0: <laughs> There's no better way to describe Well, Shogs.
2: encouraged me to do, like, kind of underhanded <laughs> shit.
0: Shogg's is high-key a pirate. You know what, like, if anything, my friendship with Sh- She
2: likes him because of that. My, my
0: friendship with Shog's has really, like... Reminded me that no matter what I do in my life, I'm always gonna be an outlaw, right? Not not like a criminal, right? Like I'm not a criminal. There's a huge difference between a criminal and an outlaw. Because a criminal, a
1: criminal
0: criminal sees the what they do. If you have enough money, I will kill you, Jacob. I want that to be on the record. Nice. A criminal sees their like their enterprise as a business, and they want to continue doing business. An outlaw. Mm doesn't see this is I'm like i'm gonna
1: start a yakuza chapter <laughs> you're gonna be the first
0: japanese business <laughs> woman a japanese american, <laughs> <business woman. laughs> a japanese american. <laughs> yakuza member. yeah <laughs> start yeah. my own chapter that rocks no you um, be the
1: shadow ceo what position do you want i wanted uh lexi Oh, yeah. What do you want to in, in the? Do you want I have no
2: comment. I'm just glad okay. to be included. Okay.
1: Hey, you know what? Honestly,
2: I've gotten like I'm glad I fell in with the homies on Twitter because I've gotten to so many situations where I don't really know what I'm signing up for. I'm like, I'm just glad to be included. <laughs> I just it's a miracle think- <laughs> I haven't joined the yakuza before.
1: Or oh my god! Like, see what she's thinking about the homies. I just think they're neat. <laughs> yeah, that is. The-
0: <laughs> You know what's interesting?
1: I do though. You know what's interesting about homie
0: Twitter, homie Twitter is Homie Twitter is a very strange part of Twitter, right? And like what I mean by that is that like it got started is that
1: we never post in Homie Twitter and we're all posting in the group chat.
0: I'm no, I I'm, I'm posting in Homie Twitter constantly. I'm always posting something stupid in the in the Homie Twitter universe. But what I find interesting is that like I people I found out recently that people are upset like they get upset with me because I'm part of something that they consider post-rat twitter which is like post rationalist i still
1: don't know what i don't know
0: what i don't fucking know what it means either and i think what they're thinking is is what i what i call big brain twitter which all big brain twitter is is like nerds who know about philosophy and also how to code and those dudes that's what that's what nerd that's what like big brain twitter is
1: some of the worst types would (laughs) be Listen. If that's what post rats are, then I understand. Yeah,
0: I get why they're mad at us. But here's the thing: the post rats that have like that are have jokes and are funny. They end up end- becoming homies and become homie Twitter, is what I find. Like they end up stop posting about like nerd shit and they start posting about like what if my dick was small and it was funny and people start being like yes, dude, hell yeah, bro. And that's that's <laughs> the essence of homie Twitter. It's just accepting well, your I flaws, think- making a bit out of it, and living through it. That's. <laughs> That's that's what homie. I
2: think there's also the problem on Twitter is that like people do (coughs) want you to be deftly serious all the fucking time. Absolutely. And one of the great magical things about the internet is it is kind of the land of make believe.
0: Mm -hmm. It's a
2: like I mean my personality like when I'm posting that is me, Mm -hmm. but that isn't exactly what i'm like in real life at all yeah and i like it that way i like yeah. that hunter vibin is distinct from the person i am mm-hmm. lex most of the yeah. time
1: yeah me too because if people um if i was that like terminally horny in real life i think i would actually get myself <laughs> into a lot of trouble so here's where i disagree You're Talking like you. myself here's myself where i disagree posting. with
0: both of you because the, <laughs> <laughs> i am the guy that i portray on twitter is the toned down version of who i am <laughs>
1: You are listen. You're like a an inverted bridge case. Okay, you're the exception that proves the <laughs> the, rule. the rule.
0: Yeah, everyone on Twitter is playing character, and that character is much more like fucking, you know, out loud and crazier, and like it's a, it's something that, to grab attention for most people. Honestly,
1: that's not even really true for me. I think I'm I really muted y- on Twitter. Um, like I I don't. For my tone. It's just
2: more refined. You're more like aware that you're playing a character and what, how you come across. Because it is very performative because you're doing this to an audience of anywhere from like a few dozen to several thousand people at any
1: given moment. Yeah, whereas. Yeah, I I try not to think about them either. Most of them are real.
0: I am actually, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to prove to people that I'm a normal person when that is a lie. (laughs) That is a fat, huge (laughs) fucking lie. I'm trying to prove to people, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't fucking... I didn't come to this picture of Nicolas Cage all fucking as a fat woman. That's, you're weird for that, dude. <laughs> well, whatever, man. <laughs> like, yeah, you're fucking weird, dude. No, I know. That's, listen, <laughs> I have to fuck.
2: Twitter is where I get, to, like, I go in a lot of ways at my worst to just get all that pent up bitchiness out from being like 15 and fat and all my friends were gay men. Uh, Yeah. And I have so much petty bitchiness that I cannot get away with in real life.
1: No, I like. I'm just mean. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I don't really. I
2: just like being catty.
3: There's not
1: really any redeeming quality about that. I'm just kind of of mean. But you know, people love that shit. I
2: like being creative catty though. I like coming up with a good insult. And I don't. Like, oh it no! Confuses.
1: Listen, Marcos. Marcos has complimented me on how mean I am sometimes, like <laughs> genuinely complimented me on it, it's and impressive. I feel terrible yeah. every time. No, it no, happens. it's no, no, It's
0: genuinely impressive. You, <laughs> you, yeah.
2: I think it's also though like neither none of us are particularly obsessive. Like so, if someone posts a stupid tag,
1: I usually and it's don't worthy care. of dunking on.
2: Yeah, I'll do, like a, dunk, I'll
1: give like a one-off, and comment then I will forget something. they exist. Exactly, no, nah.
2: because like everyone posts them shit, them times, and I don't really care. I don't need to know who said that thing.
1: Who gives a shit?
2: But people just get obsessed. It's bizarre. I'm extremely
1: yeah. you people. You'll have people on online that are holding grudges over something that somebody said three years ago.
0: I'm extremely <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, like half the half my mutuals hate each other, <laughs> and half the time, like half the time, it's like. Just like the most dumb fuck petty nonsense that like it sounds like it comes from like a bunch of freshmen in art school.
0: Oh, Twitter is high school. Twitter like is, it's like Twitter yeah. is high school regardless of whatever.
2: And then like twenty five percent of the time it's a legitimate grievance, and for some reason those are the ones that never get attention. Yeah.
0: No, I'm I'm extremely obsessive over like listen if you fuck around a little bit right like I'm this this is how I feel about everything. I'm extremely obsessive about shit and I know it. So I do my best to like actively avoid it. Right. But like, I think recently I had a big day recently because some rando misread what I said and then went way, went, went way racist with it. (laughs) Like, really got real, yeah, got real racist with it. And I dunked on him and then I went and proceeded for three days to check his mentions every five minutes. (laughs) Like, which is insane. That's an insane person thing to do. But I was just so excited that there was a guy online who was talking about me. <laughs> I like
2: down subterranean, but I get it. It's kind of funny and. The amount of fan fiction people write of you is kind of entertaining. It's like, look at this loser. They think I'm important. I'm not important at all. Well, Liz- oh,
1: oh yeah, like the dudes I that constantly shit. the dudes that constantly accuse Marcos of like running and operating a cult. And it's like, what is it a cult of, dude? A cult of like having friends, friends is cool. <laughs> Like, that's my like my cult, my cult is what cult you have a, a cult friend. of like being nice to people online. It's the only cult I know. Cult Is
2: when you have a group chat with yeah,
1: your friends. Yeah, cult, yeah, exactly. The, there it is. This is this is the only cult I know. I'm in five cults. This is <laughs> that's crazy. This is the only cult
2: as a member of an actual UFO cult. <laughs> is,
1: oh yeah, me too. I forgot about that. Six cults. <laughs> The, listen,
2: the I paid thirty-five dollars for eternal salvation, <laughs> and I can safely say the homies have not paid made me
0: pay any. In fact, I was That's gonna true. say, listen, in fact, the opposite Somebody paid
1: my fee for me the... for the eternal salvation, but mine is assured as well. The opposite
0: Someone made it paid it for me. The opposite too, but... has happened, right? I'm the only cult member I know that is going broke paying his cult members to <laughs> <laughs> i've had people i've had homies be like yo man i'm short rent on so can i can i borrow like 10 bucks like yeah bro and i'm fucking i'm like i had 20 dollars recently i had 20 dollars to last me like four days which can i can do and then someone randomly was like hey man can i borrow 25 dollars and i venmoed him 25 dollars and took the l and went fucking naked because <laughs> i was like yeah i do to fucking need <laughs> right, it for i don't care <laughs> That's, I'm stupid. Listen, I don't know how anyone. I don't know why I'm on Big Brain Twitter, but I am on Big Brain Twitter. Big Brain Twitter fucks with me heavily, and I don't understand why. Right? Like, um, what is it that Eigen Robot dude had beef on with me one time, which is very funny to me that that happened because I
1: still don't even know who that is. Exactly. Well, all of these guys, I never know <laughs> who any of these guys are. I don't
0: know. He's some twenty thousand. He's some twenty thousand follower account. Right? He's like a big fucking account he's like a big philosophy account and i just i i said something stupid in a group chat about him and then it got screenshotted and it got sent to him and he was just like he (laughs) responded to it like i don't even know who this person is and then i responded underneath him but you still responded and then (laughs) and then blocked (laughs) 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 just instantly blocked (laughs) which fucking to me just lets me know i won i won that fucking thing i don't
2: So my question is, is that you apparently know enough about philosophy or just shit posting because that's what most of the philosophy (laughs) on Big Brain Twitter is. is
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: But um, so you have enough of that to have 25,000 followers and someone with like a hundred followers. I think at the
0: time I had 200 followers. I had 200 at the
2: time. (laughs) Says something about you, like snarky about you in a group chat. Someone then screenshots it, and then they show it to you, and you feel the need to defend your honor. I think you might want to (laughs) revisit a lot of that philosophy that you're an expert on, because I think you might not be acting in a very enlightened way right now. I think you might be acting like a five
1: year old. Hey pal, (laughs) pal. how about you Lacan these nuts?
0: (laughs) (laughs) How about you got all these bitches afraid of (laughs) you?
1: Shout out to D- yeah, shout out to shout Janie shout out for that out to one. D- Janie <laughs> on that
0: one. It's a good one she wrote. Oh my god! How about you, Slavage D's nuts? Or
2: like, can't get some bitches? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh my god! How about you, slabon G's dick? <laughs> you ever think about that one? Jesus Christ! I listen. You know how I actually fell into Twitter it was through Facebook of all places, right? I was a prolific i was one of those psychopaths on my old facebook i was on my i was one of those psychopaths that shit posted with my name right so i had i had my full name on facebook i had my fucking phone number public on facebook i didn't give a shit right i was a literal crazy person on facebook
2: evidently yeah
0: and i like i used to just shit post all the time and talk about insane shit and whatever and i started getting into like left book and i got really into like zizek memes and shit i think i was like a big part of like slavo zizek's meme stash or whatever the fuck it was and i was like huge like i used to comment on everything and from there i ended up reading zizek because i didn't understand any of the memes right and so i ended up like fucking (laughs) straight i was like well i don't understand any of this shit so i might as well just read so i read Like a bunch of, and I realized I liked a lot of what he was fucking writing. I liked, I liked the idea of like he's kind of picking up the work that fucking Lacan had left. And I went and read Lacan because I didn't understand. That's how my stupid brain works. (laughs) If if I don't get what you're talking about, I have to go back. And I went and I read Lacan, and then Marcos,
2: that is not stupid brain. That is what most people should do. (laughs)
0: Yeah. What's
2: most people are like, I don't know what they're talking about, but I can pick it up. I'll just guess.
0: <laughs> it's, yeah. It's stupid brain because I did it for a dumb reason. I did, literally did it for because I wanted to get memes better, right? I wanted to laugh harder at memes is why I did
1: all this shit. That's just a form of enlightenment, though, when you think about it, really. Yeah, it was I made You're that. trying to enlighten yourself. I made
0: that tweet. I was like, you seek knowledge to understand everything. <laughs> I seek knowledge to understand every joke. We are not the same. <laughs> that's true that's a legitimate that's how i come across like that's how i learn things is because i want to get the context for the humor there and so like i think that humor is a great heuristic to learn more and more things but less people more people are so fucking grimdark and self-serious they don't understand how fucking like they're limiting themselves by taking themselves seriously right they
2: really are, and there's also the fact that, like, yeah, this shit sucks. Yeah, no, it... We all know. This shit sucks. We don't have to, like, keep going on about how much it sucks. No, not at all. We all know. Yeah. But, like, getting some humor out of dark shit is just a decent coping mechanism. Like, uh, Carrie Fisher's whole motto was, my life can either be funny or it can be true. No, That's a good And that is unacceptable. And no, if my it's I pardon, I got that wrong. If my life wasn't funny, it would just be true. And that is unacceptable. Yeah.
0: Well I think my Yeah. I my my approach to humor is always about like I think I talked about it really early on in the pod when I we was talking about I didn't I didn't want this to be a comedy podcast. I know that sounds fucking insane, right? But I, I Trojan horsed this. That was what the whole point of the podcast was. Was a Trojan horse. The idea was, it was a show called The Ain't Shit Show that had deep fucking messages inside of it, but if you if you looked into it and you tried to like argue with me and have some kind of like, you know, rebuttal against what I was saying, the default answer would be like, dog, the name of the show is The Ain't Shit Show. You're stupid for trying <laughs> you're arguing with <laughs> a guy who doesn't know what he's talking about. That's fucking, what are you talking, you're stupid, <laughs> and it worked It's fucking, and it's continuing to work it's continuing to be the most wildly successful thing in my life it's something I continue doing like no matter what I think about like when I first started this podcast I really did want to do this for like I don't know for clout reasons to blow up and now as I continue doing it I don't care like I care if we blow up because then I can help fucking pay my homies and Can to <laughs> <this salad> too. <laughs> Live, outlive them <laughs> Yeah, pay up. (laughs) Uh, No, I I legitimately like. I want to. Me and Ivy talk about it all the time. We're gonna start the homie compound. We're gonna grow vegetables. (laughs) We're gonna, we're gonna fucking live monastically.
1: Listen, I'm just trying to I'm not you. living with That's you, fine. guys. I don't expect I'm just you trying to. <laughs> to. get I'm just trying to get him outside and like away from things so he can like disconnect and heal his fucking broken ass brain. <laughs> <laughs>
2: away from psychic damage. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that I fucking am-
2: I will say just like moving to a rural area has done a lot of good for me cuz like most of the time it's like when I get really like frustrated with Twitter and like I'm like online too you much, can just I can go just outside. go outside walk. I could just go for a walk and it's beautiful and then I feel better. People don't
0: understand that I like I shifted. I grew up like halfway rural, halfway suburbs. Right. And like what a fucking shift like mentally. Right. Because the rural parts of where I grew up were fucking not fun. They were worse, right? Like, it was the hood. But in, like, yeah. the hood in the rural area is a different type of hood that most people don't have the context.
2: Oh, I'm from New Mexico. Yeah. So this is why we like yeah, each it's, other. It's
0: fucking rough. It's mar, far more rough. Mm-hmm. And then I'd have to, like, split my time there and then come over, like, and live with my mom's family, who, even though they're Mexican, functionally white, right? So, like, I would have to constantly, like, code switch. And, like, it fucks, it fucks with your brain. It makes your brain not work, right? And so when I was growing up, It was really difficult for me to like turn off because every summer we'd spend the whole fucking summer out there. And then we spend the winter like here and my brain would just fucking not it wouldn't be able to like fucking figure out what people really wanted. So I like became like this people pleaser where like I'm a blank slate, whatever people want or expect from me. That's who I am. And eventually like people, everyone was telling me, everyone I know always told me like, yeah, it's a bad way to be because eventually you won't know who you are. And then I got to this point as an adult where I'm like, it doesn't even matter who I am. Like, who I am is fucking. Who cares, right? Like, people people like me, and that's what matters. That's literally all that matters. That's and the I think beauty
2: we'll, of being a grown up. I yeah, think. that's yeah. <laughs> it's like eventually you get to the point where it's like I've done enough. Like introspection occasionally is good, but like I figured I don't need to figure out who I am anymore. It's a lost cause.
0: No, I I found it, out that a lot of people keep trying to define themselves. But on the on their own, on the surface, they keep trying to, like, look at themselves in the mirror and be like, I am this. Right. I am this guy. Mm -hmm. I'm this type of guy. Right. It's the it's the Varg thing. Right. I'm going to go burn down a church and be an Aryan online. (laughs) Like, it's this like (laughs) idea that if you fucking commit to the bit so hard, you end up just becoming a parody of what an actual person should be like. You know what I'm saying? And like.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So
0: like you can't you can't do that. Right. The reality is you are not who you are. You are defined by the people around you, the people, literally you. the people. Well, there's around also you.
2: the fact that everybody's constantly changing. Identity doesn't last longer than like a couple. seconds. No, y- and there are constants. And I'm not going to say we shouldn't ever think about who we are and where we come from and what that's like and why we do what we do. That's healthy to some extent. Mm-hmm. But like. So many people, they're just, they really wanted to find themselves, and they wanted to find themselves in ways that are always how others perceive them. Yeah,
0: well, they wanted the...
2: Like, I'm this type of person. This is how people see me. But, like, who you are in terms of how you're living your life and how other people see you is always going to be inherently different. Everyone Mm -hmm. wants
0: that come to Jesus moment, right? And, like, where it's like they feel saved or they feel like they figured their shit out, right? I'm just trying to come on Jesus, you know what I mean?
2: (laughs) Everybody wants to have that moment where it's like, I've got the answer. I've solved it. This is what life is. It's like, that's not going to happen, well, guys. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gave up trying to answer what the meaning of life was like years ago when I realized that that was a question that actually nobody has answered in the history of
0: humanity. <laughs> no, I've, no, I've, I actually answered it. <laughs>
1: mean it. Man makes their own meaning. Yeah, and that's man. ultimately I'm, that's I'm ultimately a... what I came to. It was like, it is what you make of it. It's just It just is. It is what it is. I
2: am actually an absurdist <laughs> when you get down to like the weird yeah. sued shit. But like, I fucking hate talking about anything
1: remotely serious on Twitter. Absolutely
0: no. I I figured out what the meaning.
1: Twitter is for being stupid. I figured, exactly. so <laughs> I figured out what the meaning of life is
0: in two thousand. That's
1: why I'm so horny on Twitter.
0: I figured out what the meaning of life is in two thousand nine. All right, what happened was I didn't bust for like seven months, and then I busted a fat nut. And i was in a facility like a fucking mental health facility and in my first day out i get like i finally got three hours to myself where i wasn't surrounded by anyone where no one was like around me and the first thing i did was i went to the bathroom and i jerked off and i nutted and as i nutted i realized that's what that's what this is all for right that's what life is right? <laughs> holy shit <laughs> that's what i i don't know what i was trying to do because it doesn't that's This is all that matters when you bust a nut. That's the only thing that fucking matters. Everything else is stupid. Everything, nothing else, literally nothing else matters, right? Like The nut button, you just got to hit the nut button. And sometimes the nut button isn't necessarily nutting. Sometimes the nut button is like being cool with your friends, right? Sometimes the nut button is, I don't know how to explain it, but that's what it is. And anyone telling you otherwise is trying to sell you something. They're literally trying to make you buy something, Right.
2: Well, there's also the fact that, like, okay, so unless you have a hardcore belief in the afterlife, which, okay, if you do, that's your business, but unless you have that, which is belief, mm. not provable, no one really knows what happens if you mm. die, if at mm. all. So, regardless of whether why you're here or if it's real, you're here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And then eventually you won't be, so might as well get the most yes, out of it. Might as well
0: bust a nut. <laughs>
2: yeah might as well that's sort of like where i've come to you know what might as well stick around yeah no not being dead i think that's (gasps) that sounds boring that's one of those
0: things that people like can't wrap their minds around like my whole fucking people keep calling it like a philosophical school but it's not a philosophical school (laughs) it's just a very simple it's a very simplified way to look at things which is like reality as we experience it the physical plane is real but also it's meaningless it has no real fucking meaning beyond that you give it meaning you give it it's 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 boilerplate existentialism is what i really fucking boil down to like believing but like none of that matters none of the fucking what you call it matters none of what any of this shit matters all that matters is that you continue having a good time right and the best way to have a good time and to continue having a good time is to look around you and see if other people around you are having a good time and if everyone else around you is having a bad time what can you do to change that that's that's literally the whole fucking homie philosophy in a nutshell you don't need anything more than that that's it right like i don't know my my brain's always fucking like on the verge of meltdown and fucking collapse and then i come onto the like i come into the fucking discord call and then i'm like just talking about like man fucking frank what is it what's the guy's name from fucking uh dead rising what's his name frank uh West, Frank, Frank West. West. I'm like, yeah, man, Frank West got a dump truck of an ass. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Frank West is caked up, and then I'm fucking feeling I'm a, I'm back on top. I'm back, in. <laughs> and that's all that matters. That's anything anything more than that, fucking stupid.
2: If people want to accomplish more in their lives, good for them. I think they should. I think they should go out and do it. If they want to like create some great work of art or invent something or something, like okay, that's admirable good. <laughs> But ultimately, the only point of being alive is to be alive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a bus nuts. <laughs> yeah. It's a bus nuts.
1: Simple place. Yeah,
0: literally, yes. Like cookies, right? A walk on the beach. All that shit. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good stuff. Standing
1: with your hands behind your be back, s- staring at a tree. tree.
0: Yeah, the Japanese urge. <laughs> I
2: used to be so much more neurotic before COVID. You know Look, I was just a mess. I was so tense and like so determined to prove myself to like myself and everybody else all the time. I still am. <laughs> I still am to some extent, but like I've noticed it's like oh, I actually think I'm a grown up now because like at this point it's like eh, it's just like I could spend here wallowing about how I did things mm-hmm. wrong or I could just go and try and fix no, it. No, I th-
0: I think like I'm a f- And do something I else. think like personally I'm f-
2: I I'm too tired to wallow in angst anymore. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm an adult now because I, I, I'm just too tired for angst. It's just exhausting. I can't do That's
0: it. my uh that's my depression cure, by the way. People think it I mean, it is bad. It's not good for you. But my depression cure, how I beat depression, and this is like a thing that I actually do and it works. How I beat depression is I fucking do everything I can in my power to make myself more depressed. As as much as possible. Right? And I eventually get to this point where I have a breaking point where I break through and not only am I not depressed, I laugh at it. It's funny. It's funny that I let all of this shit get me this sad. And then I fucking... And it's crazy. Like, what I'm doing is I'm tanking psychic damage. <laughs>
3: like, I'm
2: just fucking...
0: <laughs> I'm just doing my best to, like, shrink my fucking mental health bar to zero. And then once I get it, I get a refresh. I get a nice little fucking...
2: <laughs> 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 okay, for those of us who don't have weird inverted <laughs> brains,
0: <does> this is <laughs> healthy. <help me? laughs> I don't think
2: in moderation do it if something bad happens cry cry for like two hours cry for like a day that's usually
1: that's usually what helps me out now is either crying or getting really mad and like listening to death grips about it or something those are the two two usual getting
2: mad actually helps me when i'm just like petty mad i suddenly have energy again and then I do something it like I like clean the entire house being, and then I go to sleep and I'm not depressed anymore.
1: Being that kind, that specific type of angry is one of the most productive emotions I've found.
0: Absolutely.
2: Listening to Death Grips angry? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. That's when you actually get stuff done. That's why like the last two times I think I've cleaned my room is because I've
0: <laughs> listened to Death Grips. I have
1: someone pissed. I know I who pissed. for their
2: sake will remain anonymous. <laughs> Someone close to me who uh, had never listened to noise before, Uh, actually 2019, had never done it, but got into Death Grips, and was working at a fast casual place, Mm -hmm. and had figured out the way to get people to leave the lobby at Close, because no one would ever Mm -hmm. leave, was to just be like, hey, we're closing, and then just start playing Death Grips (laughs) as loud as possible, because, like, they can't do anything after Close, like, they're allowed to play anything they want, i and that would just get everybody to leave the lobby at i once. have
0: a death grips test that i do to people right and this is how i know whether or not one we're going to be friends and two whether or not they're like actually bisexual like for real deal bisexual right <laughs> and that's the, not just spicy yeah, straight. and that's this can you tell me why death grips is good right because if you're straight you can't <laughs> it's impossible you literally
2: but no. Are going in my brain and I'm thinking and I'm like trying to get the perfect one. So now I am having a lot of questions
0: here. Listen, the fact that you had a response because you knew you know why it's good is already proof enough,
2: right? It's not something I can put <laughs> in course. words, but listen, I swear listen, listen. that <laughs>
0: enough is a great enough answer because most like straight people will be like, I don't know, just good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just good, right? yeah. Like,
0: yeah, no. <laughs>
1: for me, it's it's good for the same reason that like. Hundred gex is good. It just there's something that just kind of flows through you.
0: Yeah, it's. I listen. You either get it or you all gays are it.
2: ruthless as at heart. That's the real problem with straight people. Is they're not a They have no. Mm-hmm. I- they're just like oh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they. It's good. They they don't know why they like the things that they like because they don't know how to like. Straight people just don't know how to define themselves. Straight up. In any meaningful way. If you want to get... They're just kind of... I think that's one thing. Is like when you
2: said white woman. Yes, white woman. Particularly straight white woman. It's just like their entire life purpose is get boyfriend. And it doesn't matter how awful he is.
0: (laughs) Get boyfriend.
2: Like, I love my friends. I love my friends. I do. But like sometimes like they just go through this series of dudes and I'm just like the only trait about this man I can tell that's like remotely discernible is he is a man.
0: <laughs> mustache. Type of mustache guy.
2: <laughs> well, they're all various ty- Like I mean, it's just like they're kind of types of guys, but they're just like Bowls of nothing and the relationships are never good and they make each other
1: upset all the time. And I'm just like, why? The problem is that they're guys, but they're actually not really a type of guy. Yeah,
0: they're they're a myriad of guys.
1: Not even a myriad of guys. It's just like not it's just not a type of guy. Kroger brand guy. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. Not even
1: Kroger, like true value guy. (laughs) Sam's Club type Kroger
0: guy. Is at
1: least, yeah, Sam's Kroger
2: Club. Kroger Bray guy is worse, actually, because that's so suburban. That is the kind of guy I'm thinking about. It's the kind of guy who just, like, he works out, he fishes, he takes his dogs for walks. Maybe he likes some... Nice little indie music to give him a softer side. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Maybe he
1: plays Call of Duty or likes eating pizza. Type
0: of those are all types of guys. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: They're not types of guys. That's like the bog. That's standard, just a guy. That's that's, a, like that's starter standard, pack guy. That is the bog standard default that you can be. I was and a default. That's is what not you. A type that's what
2: Amazon fills the suburbs Let's, with. Yeah, this that's is that's like an that
1: is an Amazon basics.
0: I was trying type to explain.
2: An Amazon Basics type of guy. I was trying to... We'll exp- go to Target with I you, I was maybe. trying to explain <laughs> to someone. But he won't go in the makeup section. And he'll won't make it go bigger, in the makeup he'll make section.
1: He'll make a fuss if you go to pick up a bolt of fabric.
0: <laughs> Listen, I was trying to explain to someone that me being bisexual doesn't make any sense. I'm. It's hard to explain that because I'm not... I'm Lex, you, you of all the people understand deeply like... <laughs> That, the, that my bisexuality is not regular. It's not a regular type of thing, right? I am incredibly. I don't
2: think I've thought about this a lot. I don't think any bisexual person is regular <laughs> or normal. <laughs> Thank you. It's Thanks. It's like it's like what is bi culture? Being confused <laughs> evidently because we can't agree on this one thing.
0: Listen, yep, I. They
2: were
3: right. I, I like to
0: consider.
2: We are
3: confused. I like to consider
0: myself extremely straight. Straight so straight to the extreme that I will fuck anyone if they're even remotely feminine right (laughs) that's right that's even and then i find myself being fuckable if i'm feminine and then that's how it works right that's that's how my brain works i don't
2: think i can say this but egg (laughs) bag Ivy, can I get the pass?
1: <laughs> I, I have such a visceral reaction to the word egg, just this, because this is like an aside, I really don't like the way that fucking, like a lot of trans people will be like, oh, are you fucking, when are you gonna fucking hatch, bitch? When are you, when your fucking egg cracking? Like, Janie's, I, some people don't fucking crack, dude. Yeah. Some people just exist yeah, in the fucking just, margins. Yeah. It's okay, because like, I'm one of those people. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Janie's yeah.
0: always trying yeah. to yeah. fucking pink pill me. <laughs> You know, Janie. It'll Janie. never happen. I do think
1: like the term pink pill is funny. It is. Because it's just
2: like, I'm okay with that because it's funny when your trans friends are just like, take it, take it. Exactly, exactly.
1: Like, if I was going to say, like, let's force fem Marcos, that would be
0: funny to me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I've, I've talked about wanting.
2: What? beating around the bush we're not like saying you're trans it's like we are gonna make you trans and I'm just like okay you're
1: gonna gonna be this whether you like it or not I have
2: no willpower I will let you guys do anything no listen
0: I was talking to Ivy recently about it I've actually bring it up all the time where I'm trying to transition into more of a man I'm trying to take testosterone (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) I'm trying to become more masculine right like
1: I'm trying to get a second Y chromosome
0: (laughs) I'm trying to grow a third dick, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Where's the, implica- the second The implication one? is that that's the joke. The joke that I have two of them already. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Yeah, I'm calling you on this. <laughs> Tell us more. I want to
3: hear about this.
0: Oh, my God. No, no. I just, I think it's legitimately. he got the, he got the
1: surgery. Double dick
0: surgery. I was like, I need bottom I need bottom affirmation surgery. And then they just gave me a second <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: second so after I got clocked, because uh, so I was actually really insecure about how, like, I have a pretty androgynous face for a long time. <clears throat> and so once I lost weight in my early 20s, like, I grew my hair out, too, and it was really long for a long time, really curly. And then I finally cut it off again for the first time since I was 19, and I immediately glo- clocked when I picked on some turfs. Mm.
0: Nice.
2: Just like immediately they thought I was like a trans woman because I have short hair. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
2: And now I have a couple friends who just tease me relentlessly about this. No, uh, so And then the other day when I was going to buy you that trans flag, I was in like a really like shapeless parka because it was cold as oh shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I had my mask on and I had my hat and it was like, "Oh, which flag do you want the the trans one?" And I am 95% I... sure the clerk thought I was a trans man. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, ah, oh, uh, oh, they had a point, didn't they? Oh,
1: so, I'm so <laughs> All sorry. All those people who
2: keep teasing me. I'm so like, sorry. I'm so I'm not, sorry, dude. I just didn't insulted. want, I
1: didn't want to get the flag from fucking Jeff Bezos. Yeah, you don't want to pay for it.
2: It's a nice flag, and it's fine, because like, it doesn't actually bother <laughs> me, but was <it's> like, uh oh, <laughs> I do kind of look like a little boy.
0: <laughs> oh my
2: God. Wait, you don't see my massive tits. I do kind of look like, just like a <laughs> shitty little guy you'd meet at a skate park.
3: <laughs>
0: A dude, a dude who just mastered the kickflip.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my god, Jesus Christ! No, I, I don't know. I.
1: It's funny because, like, from the opposite end of the spectrum, I've like. I've met people that have judged me based entirely on my voice alone. And I got called ma'am by a guy, like a 55-year-old like plumber or something like that, who would come to the house like looking for direction or something like that. And he'd called me ma'am, and I looked like absolute shit. Like I had like stubble on my face. The only things I had going for me was like long hair and like uh like a, a feminine voice. I was wearing fucking like jersey material, like blue gym shorts, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and just like a thin. Ass like huge like a t shirt, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, sorry to bother you, ma'am." And I was like, "No problem." <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, pal, <bro>, thanks.
1: <laughs> hey, you can bother me all you want. No, that's I, fine. <laughs> when I was
0: when I was younger, my mom used to because I had really long hair. My mom didn't let me cut my hair until I was like eight or nine, and it was like crazy long. And I used to wear it in pigtails, right? And my mom, my little sister, used to. My mom used to play this game with my little sister where she would wake up my little sister every morning and goes, who's the prettiest girl in Sunnyvale? Which is where I live. She's like, who, who, who's the prettiest girl in Sunnyvale? And my sister would look around and she'd see me with my long fucking beautiful hair. Hey, I have beautiful hair. It's fucking crazy long and in perfect like braids. And she'd look at me and she'd go, Marcos? And my mom would get mad. And then I would go like, Kayla, that's my sister. I'm like, Kayla, you're right. <laughs> I <really> <laughs> <like> <laughs> and i like i'm like seven years old and i would say that shit to
2: her you know like so before like before and directly after i got Mm -hmm. boobs because i was really insecure about them because i got them real young Mm. and i grew up with brothers i wore my brother's hand-me-downs because we were like my twin brother and i were twins but he was growing much more and bigger Mm -hmm. so i could do that and everyone thought i was a guy until eighth grade, when I started actually like dressing in not completely shapeless mm-hmm. things. And actually, uh, my gay, uh, who is also my adopted mm-hmm. brother, because he started living with us in high school mm-hmm. or like eighth grade ish, when we met, I thought he was a girl. Because mm-hmm. he was very chubby mm-hmm. and had mm-hmm.
1: boobs. Mm-hmm.
2: And he thought I was a guy. Mm-hmm.
1: That's so sick.
2: (laughs) And then when this went on, we were friends for weeks. (laughs) And this went on and on. And, like, other people would be like, no, Alex is a girl. And he'd be like, no, no, that's that's such a cool dude. (laughs) So finally, like, at one point, like, we were standing in the hall and I was getting someone thing. And someone called me, like, Alexandra. It's like, Alexandra, that's a weird name for, uh, and he just sort of stared at me. and then it turned i found out at some point later but then it turned out we were both
0: gay sick
2: friends ever since he moved in with my family i uh
0: no i i think like one of the things i used to so i used to wear pigtails right i used to like have like fucking in high school i used to have really long pigtails and i used to wear them and people used to like give me shit about it all the time and they would always give me shit about it one time because i would let you give me shit about it once Right, like that's my rules. Like you can talk shit yeah. about it one time. The second time you do it, I'm putting hands on you, right? Because I'm letting everyone know you got your hands put on you by a dude in pigtails. <laughs> like go tell some. Like go and go and try and explain that you got problems with a guy who's wearing pigtails. But one time, this dude, this real skinny like twinkie dude, he's like, "Why do you have pigtails? That makes you look like a girl." And I remember like I had a time I had like a fucking beard and shit. I whipped yeah. around. Both my pigtails, like, fucking whip right behind me. And I go, but am I a beautiful girl? (laughs) And he looked at me and was like, what? And I'm like, am I fucking beautiful? I didn't stutter. Am I beautiful? And he was just like, you're you're gorgeous. And I was like, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) R.I.P. Betty White. She (laughs) did. I love how clean your fucking version is. And mine is so shitty. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> Alright.
0: <clears throat> oh, welcome back.
2: Said hi to Shogs. That's
0: all good. Well. Wait, what's up Is with Shogs?
2: Fellow? Oh I just said I said hi to him and he says hi. Nice. Cause... I
1: yeah, love that, that dude. We room. plugged
0: we plugged I love him We so plugged much. his him. We plug. Sorry, what? We plug the pod and his book on the last episode. If you want to listen
2: to, oh, it. thank you. I <laughs> appreciate oh, yeah, that. I mean. But those are also the two things. It's like reprint the book. <laughs> Just do it. I will edit it myself. No, I
0: was laughing because I'm like, if you're a fucking author and you're listening to this shit, you're a fucking gay, bitch. I'm like, except for Shoggs, he wrote a book, and then I plugged his book. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Jesus Christ.
2: Oh. <laughs> So, one of the reasons that I uh, haven't done a podcast this until now is because the Birkenyo accent came back during quarantine, and it is now under control, but it is the most embarrassing shit on the planet. Wait,
1: what came back?
2: Uh, so, um, I think it really, like, so I grew up in New Mexico, and I grew up in a really white area, right. but it was directly next to a bunch of Hispanic areas, and I think I started getting the accent really hard... When I was in foster care, okay, in sophomore year of high school in Las Vegas, New Mexico, mm-hmm. and then it just got worse. So by the time I moved to Denver, I'm like this cute little white girl, but I sounded like a Chola.
0: <laughs> that rocks. <laughs> That's cool.
2: And it That's was. Tight.
0: It, yeah.
2: it was really kind of embarrassing. So I like actually went out of my way to learn how to talk good. I. But then as soon as I went into quarantine, it came back.
0: I have when I get very mad. Like unironically mad, cause I, normally I can like fake it, right? But when I get unironically mad, I go from being like a regular guy to talking like my like my godfather, who's a dude from New York, right? And I spent a lot of time with him, and he was always mad, no matter what. He was always mad, and he used to take us fucking like fishing and shit. And he had like a weird like he had a weird hybrid like New Jersey fucking Boston accent, but we used to take us. Like fucking like fishing and we would catch bat rays and he would always be like, Yeah, that's a problem with these motherfuckers over there. You'd fucking you fling the fucking bat ray and they're just, they're just fucking wings. You just eat no fucking wings. They're all cartilage. I don't want to fucking cartilage, right? <laughs> you can't eat nothing else but the fucking cartilage. I'm not trying to fucking chew some cottage. And so like I like to like internalize it. Never thought about it, but I internalized it. And when I get mad at people, I'm like, "Yeah, what the? You get the fuck out of here!" You know, <laughs> like I just slide into it. I'm like, "Yo, you need to get the fuck out of here. I'm fucking tired of you." Right? Like I'll, start, I'll just start slipping into it, and I can't get out of it until I'm calmed down. And it,
1: <laughs> it, I just, I just slide further into sound. i like, I'm from the mountains when I get mad. Uh, I,
0: so, I've literally never heard your accent, which is crazy.
2: If I get, I if I.
1: It yeah. It's like it pops out a lot more when I'm like either either thinking about it mm-hmm. or if I'm around people that are from around here
3: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm talking to them, which hasn't happened in a good couple years, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Hadn't but you're happened. thinking about
2: it, so it's
1: coming out. I am thinking about it, so it is coming out. Um, <laughs> now, one of the more challenging oh, things- Oh, it's so cute. One of the more challenging things, because uh, I'm trans, has been trying to- trying to feminize my voice in a way that I don't lose my accent because a lot of the way that they teach you how to feminize your voice is you... You actually end up sounding like this and <laughs> everybody starts sounding like this ditzy piece of shit. And From it's LA. like you really elevate your voice really high up into the upper registers. Yeah, uh, the LA. Um, and it's like and that's not really like like fundamentally speaking, my voice isn't really that much higher than it was now that I've got it properly feminized, because I had to fucking take the time and learn it on my own because these fucking bitches don't actually know how to do that shit mm. um and actually teach good. Mm-hmm um like now i actually do know how to do it and my voice is honestly not that much different from the way that it was when i was talking before coming out Mm -hmm. really like it's basically almost the same pitch Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um yeah so it's like it's kind of challenging and i don't usually like use it around people because it does kind of make me feel a little self-conscious because People do generally like pick fun at you for it, mm-hmm. for sounding like that. Mm-hmm. I I get it because the general like assumption is that you're fucking retarded, and it's like
0: <laughs> <laughs> I get the I get this weird thing. It's racism, is what it really boils down to. But I get it all the time working in tech in the Bay Area, where people are like, "Where are you from?" And I'm like, "I'm from around here." And they're like, "But from where?" And no one knows where the fuck Sunnyville is, so I say the nearest city, which is San Jose. I'm like, "I'm from San Jose." And they're just like, wow, you're from San Jose? I couldn't tell. You don't have the accent. And what they mean by San Jose accent is that I don't sound black or Mexican. That like I don't I'm not talking like this and I'm not talking like this though. You know what I mean? Like because I don't have either of those fucking effects in my voice, they're assuming I'm a like and they'll say this thing. They'll say, You're so well spoken. And I know what that means.
1: Oh <laughs> my god. I, if no. I had a fucking if I had a fucking dollar if no. I had a fucking dollar for every time somebody said that shit to me. And
0: what I like to do, right, is when people say like, "Oh, you're so well spoken." I like to say, "You know, well, you're hard listening, but, you know." <laughs> <laughs> right? It's, it's no big deal. The people never get. That goes right over their fucking though. <laughs> you say like, yeah yeah
1: right <laughs> how how that always ended up for me was it popped out in uh it ironically college mm-hmm. quite a bit mm-hmm. um and now anytime I explain like technical concepts um to folks when I'm in that accent um, is I'll be basically using words that are longer than you know four syllables in mm-hmm. a sentence and they'll be like wow you really you really you know know quite a bit uh mm-hmm. you know this is re- really like well spoken spoken and articulated mm-hmm. for uh for you know and it's like for what bitch <laughs> for what for, and for what? For growing up on a mountain <laughs> like i got the internet dumb shit
0: yeah. Yeah. Ruben, I know how to read ruben does this shit, <laughs> shit to me all the goddamn time where like i'll say something and he'll he'll be like fool why did you have to say it like that fool like why you even say it like that dude and it's literally it's a fucking common word right i think what was the other one i said like fortuitous i'm like oh due to fortuitous events and he was like why you gotta say like fortuitous that's how you say it (laughs) i was like that's that's (laughs) what it is you fucking dickhead (laughs) yeah and then like that's how you say it apparently and this is like this is like the reverse thing where like if i use a word that has more than like four or five syllables it's a white person thing which is crazy to me because most white people i don't I know, don't know what the word fortuitous means, right? Mm. So, like, no. <laughs> so I don't get how they got the fucking, they get it. They get that fucking, they get the fucking, the, the, what is it called? The, they get the, my brain's not working. What is it called? The, they get the meme. People assume that that's how they speak and they don't speak like that. Like, yeah. Oh, not yeah, at all. It, it, ugh, ridiculous. Ridiculous. If anything, I speak pretentiously because I'm a pretentious piece of shit, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: so what's wild i guess to me is so i have this problem where i read something and then i've never heard it before and i mispronounce it egregiously Mm -hmm. and this happens constantly because like the big thing is i'm a stupid idiot Mm. i just happen to be well educated Mm. i didn't do anything i just got born to academics in the right (laughs) school district this is not an accomplishment of my own. I really need to make that clear. If I had been left to my own devices, I would have just been watching anime titties on the internet this whole I time. I learned.
0: Listen, motherfucker said anime. <laughs> <laughs> I I learned how to be. I learned how to refine just my take taste. It, I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> and anime.
0: I, le- I learned how to refine my taste to enjoy anime. Anime. <laughs> I learned <This> is just <laughs> like metal. Japanese metal anime. Gear. <laughs> Oh my god, tedious to surpass me. Yeah, so what's year.
2: wild to me is this was worse when I was like nineteen <laughs> and like grown men would be like, Oh, you're so intelligent, you're so precocious. It's like oh I'm twenty. <laughs> uh, I'm not an infant. It's but it's not happening now. What's wild to me is no one ever is like, You're so well spoken to me, and I'm a fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> no, I so listen. Uh,
2: you guys are way smarter than me. That's a
0: that's a first off, egregious lie. First <laughs> that's <laughs> egregious. That is so- so false. <laughs> yeah, I'm the stupidest motherfucker on earth. I will admit, I have very, I have very pretentious taste. Right. Look, the one thing that I will admit that I, I have that most people don't is that I have like, and it's purely out of spite. I learned how to do this shit out of spite because no one expects me, some random Mexican kid from the fucking who like half grew up in the Central Valley, half grew up out here, in fucking. No one no one expects me to know what a Rothko is or how to appreciate a Rothko, right?
1: I don't know what that exactly. means. Exactly. <laughs> Precisely.
0: My sentiments
1: I know
2: what a Rothko accept. is and I know how to appreciate a Rothko in that I pretend. Yeah, no.
0: Confused. I actually, I what, unironically, what is a Rothko? I un-ironically <laughs> appreciate confused. a Rothko. A Rothko is a, a, a type of. He's an artist, right? I can't remember his first name. Okay. But he's an artist and he's...
2: A Rothko is an experience. Yeah, he's, he's more...
0: Okay. His, his artwork essentially is... He makes like squares. He makes like a perfect square and it's just uh-huh. a painting of a single solid color and a square. I've
2: seen black square in real
1: life. Oh, that's
0: amazing. I've always wanted to see black square. Yeah, I wow. saw it at the, in London. <laughs> it's so there. cool
1: that you've seen a fucking painting of a black you know, square on a wall. I get it, Sick. Yeah.
0: In London. I get it, London, get it right. I'm
1: a pretentious motherfucker.
0: <laughs> you know, I would wow. fucking kill to see a Sick. rock. Though.
1: I could draw a black <laughs> square on my wall right now and have the same shit. It's because. He, you, the,
2: I'm sorry, you don't understand it's art. Peg, I it's, mean. It's,
1: it's the technical achievement of the. I understand ability. the art of fucking like jerking myself off. It's, it's, <laughs> That's all I need to understand. Well, I
2: think one thing that I will say that if you just see it like a Rothko, like even just like a high quality JPEG of it, you're not going to get it. This it's like the whole act of seeing these massive paintings with all these little bits done in like only a few colors. Yes. Yeah in person like that's the same with like van gogh is you don't really get van gogh until you go to a van gogh painting and the like oil's still drying mm-hmm. and you can
0: see you can see that it's constantly changing and it's a beautiful process yeah. like like even frida Kahlo people see frida Kahlo paintings and like it's just a bitch painting herself with a unibrow who cares and like you you fucking see a frida Kahlo in real life and you realize like someone put their soul into this shit and it's extremely pretentious it's extremely fucking like stupid but the reality i
1: mean like i i'm not a fucking like like troglodyte i understand (laughs) like fucking what art is but it like art has to make me fucking feel something for it to be art to me because that's all art is is absolutely art to you or it's not
0: absolutely art does make me the thing is that i have a very low threshold of what can make me feel something Right. Damn. I, like, I, I'm fucking I will say kind I love of jealous how, like, now, actually.
2: I love how, like, uh, abstract and modern art fans are always very big on how, like, technical and pretentious and logical they are. It's like, no, you're like a toddler. You're getting excited over a square. <laughs> no,
0: listen, I I am getting excited. It's cool that it's a square. And that's yeah,
2: great, it's, but... It's
0: cool. It's fucking based that it's a square. No, I like, for me... Like I went to I went to uh, the MoMA in San Francisco like right before fucking COVID hit, and I spent the day with uh, my girlfriend Christine, and we were out there, and she was fucking bored, like out of her fucking mind bored because she was like walking by and she's like, it's just a big fucking square, who cares? Like it wasn't a Rothko, but it was like a big you know square on the lopside. Yeah. it was a sculpture. How close did they let you get to the fucking paintings? Very fr- fairly close.
1: Like you can you get like that like that close? yeah, just about Oh, okay. Perfect, yeah. I would love they're to They're under to glass, yeah. they're under no,
0: glass. not in the, the MOMA. No. A lot of the MOMAs are a lot of them, a lot of the shit at the MOMA is fucking recreations. So, oh. like, it does you can touch it. Well, like, you're not supposed to, they tell you don't touch the paintings, but people do, right?
1: <laughs> but you can, like, get real close. I just want to get really close and like look at it because yeah. I like. Even if I don't... That's the
2: whole point of looking at a painting.
1: Even if I don't, like, fucking, like, feel anything about it, I still want to, like, actually, like, because I have a fucking broken-ass brain, I like looking at the fucking, like, brush strokes and stuff and just looking at them.
2: Well, that's what I was getting at, is, like, paintings, like, that doesn't really come across in a digital copy. Mm -hmm. Well, like... That's, like...
0: Also, like, (laughs) understanding... For me, also understanding, like, one of the things that I... One of my favorite... uh, One of my favorite... Fucking still life's well it's not really it's like a surreal still life, but it's a it's a painting of uh fucking grape it's no not grape. Uh it's a still life of grape juice and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches stacked on a plate. And it's in the middle of a fucking like an like a half room that's in the middle of the ocean and there's nothing else around it. And at the bottom underneath the plate, it says Xenia, right? Which is the Greek term for, like, love, but not love how we understand love, where it's, like, you know, romantic love, but Zenya is this, like, genuine generosity, this idea of, like, a pure, I love you purely because you exist, you don't have to do anything for me, you don't have to do anything that, like, you know, quantifies that love, that love is eternal, and it is there forever because you simply exist, right, and it's this idea, it's, a, it's not, like, Zenya isn't the idea of like just fucking like, like a actionless love. It's like, I will do anything for you. I will provide for you and take care of you because I love you. That's how fucking deep that Zenya shit is. And if you look at that photo, if you look at that painting, you're just like, oh, it's just a painting of fucking grape juice and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Who gives a shit, right? But if you know anything about the artist, the artist used to spend their time growing up in, like, you have to, like, know the context of the artist was fucking poor and grew up like fucking, you know, eating and eating like grape juice and fucking um, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches from like youth homes that used to just like, you know, feed the homeless. And as he got older, he started doing that sh- same shit. He started like, you know, he, he turned, he was able to like get a leg up and then he started donating his time and feeding the homeless. And the thing that he feeds people was the shit he grew up feeding, which is peanut butter, jelly sandwiches and the grape juice. And so... That fucking painting of those two things symbolize the fucking idea of Zenya so much and so beautifully and so succinctly for this one particular person. It's in fucking incredible that he was able to like paint this in such a photorealistic like fashion, right? Like it's it literally looks like a photo. How fucking beautiful he painted it. Yeah. If you look at it and you don't have the context for that, you're just like, it's a picture of a peanut butter jelly sandwiches and grape juice. Get the fuck out of here. It's stupid. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. But if you have that context and you know, it changes. And like I remember, like looking at that photo, like I was fucking struck. Like, like fucking, like someone hit me. Like I got hit by a bus. Christine is over, like looking at this like African statue of a dude with a big dick and giggling at it. And (laughs) like I'm fucking, I'm on the, I'm on the fucking verge of tears because I can't, I can't contain the emotions that I'm feeling looking at this because I fully understand what that means, what Zenya means this idea of a love that's so pure and genuine that you just want everyone to succeed you just want to nurture them and make sure that they survive that should like fucking spoke oceans of meaning to me <laughs> christine's like this guy's got a big ass dick <laughs> 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 and i felt bad for her because so she would never she would never take the time to you know and i don't expect her to do that <laughs> like that's that's insane. It's an insane person thing. To
2: both do. of these are valid ways to spend your afternoon in the art museum. <laughs>
0: both, that's yeah, true. both of those are valid. You're getting one,
1: something out yeah. of it. She neither, got something out of the trip. Neither one of these fucking experiences is more or less valid than the other. They're just radically different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she at one point there's like an AI museum where there were like there's an AI portion where like it's an AI generated art. And it sounds terrible, but when you walk into it, like, it scans your, it, like, scans you, and it generates, like, a figure, and that figure just, like, moves. And that's all it is, right? And, like, I read the little pamphlet that they showed on it, and as I was reading it, I was understanding, like, how fucking advanced that technology is that they were using to do that. And it's, like, fucking space age age technology to create this really stupid little thing that moves on a projector that's 360 in a room. And I'm as like as i'm dawning like that we live in the future right like as i'm like having this existential crisis that like holy shit like we live in the future it's happening like this is crazy this is insane that this is going on in real time christine is like you're literally blocking an entire school from walking through because you're standing in the middle of the (laughs) hallway. oh shit (laughs) I had to literally physically pull me because I was having a fucking like meltdown.
3: Oh,
2: no. Oh
0: no. I was just fucking in awe. And
3: she was like, "Dude, it's,
0: it's a fucking squiggle on a wall, dude. Who cares?
3: Move. Yeah.
0: And that's, yeah, that's how my fucking stupid brain works. It's, oh, my God. Jesus.
2: That's beautiful.
0: It's bad. It's not a... I I, I said this before on an earlier pod, but it gets truer every day. And then like fucking appreciating art and like loving art is the gayest thing I do on a regular basis. (laughs) Like it's just fucking terrible. It's bad for the environment. It's bad for everything and everyone around me. (laughs) It's
1: nice. What I think is really cool about that experience you've just described is while you're having this like radical kind of like experience, this epiphany of like, wow, we're living in the future. You're also doing one of the most, like, oldest human things possible, which is being completely unaware of your own <laughs> self-existence <laughs> to others, and you're just blocking the fucking path.
2: You're also being an old yeah. man. These kids, this <laughs> isn't the future to them. This is reality. And you're the confused old man going, Oh, no, no, I'm scared of the computer.
0: It literally was a future was <laughs> <of> Squidward <laughs> from Spongebob. Future. Like, I was losing my mind. It was... <laughs> I was literally having like a fucking panic attack thinking about how like oh my god it's coming it's here,
1: <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, like half the class behind you is like making memes, <laughs> like deep fake memes on their phones with like Wombo. This AI. is so <laughs>
3: they're,
0: get, they're getting Mao Zedong to be their so teacher. The graphics so bad. I don't get it. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus Christ! No, no it's bad. I yeah, I don't fucking know. I, it's. <laughs>
1: me i just think it's funny see that's that's the kind of art i like i like watching people yeah i guess like i don't really connect to art as much as i do like can like watching people have experiences Mm -hmm. in real time Mm -hmm. i think that's more interesting to me you know the one off because it's like you get to like kind of study a person but like in not a way that's like fucking like breaking them down or anything but like you kind of get to learn more about a person just by like watching them in a fucking like In their natural habitat or like being exposed to something new or something that like changed you Mm -hmm. like personally, right? Like the reason I want to watch like fucking like Who Killed Captain Alex and the Killer Bean movies uh, with you guys Mm -hmm. like as the homies is isn't really because I want to watch those movies again specifically. I just want to see what your experiences are. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why <laughs> oh, we so watch that's movies. I, is, like, I just want to share that with that. That. you guys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely get that because like, even – like I genuinely love movies. I will gladly watch movies on my own, but I really like watching movies with other people, and I like watching movies I've already seen with other
0: people. Yeah, yeah.
2: I like to get their reactions, and I show movies to people where it's like I want to see how they react to this and what they think
0: mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. You remember we watched Blood In Blood Out together like as a homie group? We did. And it was it was transformative for me because I didn't realize how many of you are Mexican even though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even though you're not. You're like physically you are white people, but it doesn't matter because you understand the Mexican experience. You watched it and we're like I get it. <laughs> this movie is great. <laughs> and yeah. It's a really good yeah, it's movie. Stu- it it's good stupid. Movie. How, it's stupid how far ahead of the t- it's time that movie was. It like was released in nineteen ninety. It really is
2: ripe for rediscovery, yeah, honestly. Yeah. No,
0: it's fucking no one's going to watch it. No one's going to watch it cuz no one's going to like no one is going to sit for 3 hours to watch it, even though it's the most quotable movie of all time, right? It's, <laughs> it's
2: <laughs> Well, I mean, are you looking at the average length of movies these days? They just might. Oh, yeah,
0: that's true. We might we might get it back. I don't know. I I doubt anyone's going to watch it either because like people
1: it's the thing is though is it's three hours of like heavy shit yeah it's not three hours everything film nerds love it's well yeah but that's film nerds is the thing yeah it's not regular right it's like like regular ass people aren't gonna fucking watch like a movie like that yeah they'll watch maybe at the time they they never were maybe at the time like some regular ass people would have seen it like theaters or something like that because they were bored it flopped in
0: them it flopped it fucking flopped hard Damn. It's a fucking. It is a huge cult classic. It's a movie that defined a generation. Like people. It's DVD sales are still going through the fucking route to this day because people are still buying it, but the reality of it is that that's crazy. it was a fucking garbage ass.
2: So it's sort of like the 90s Mexican equivalent of what Jennifer's Body was. Absolutely, yes. gay teenagers yes. online. Almost no one saw Jennifer's Body. There were maybe like five of us initially who saw mm-hmm. it first, and then it just sort of spread through gay like 19-year-old girls, and now it's a cult classic. Yeah, no,
0: that's... It's that but like the thing is when you're Mexican you're born and the first your first movie your first three movies when you're a Mexican man in America is uh fucking Blood in Blood Out um Goodfellas I don't understand that one at all but that one is the one Goodfellas <laughs> is up there and then Pulp Goodfellas is a good film Yeah and Pulp Fiction those those are the three that you have to Pulp watch also as, a good a, film. as a Mexican person Yeah and then that's how you <laughs> you're fucking that's how you earn your stripes and then after that you're they kind of just set you off to do whatever you want to do <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's that's the mexican experience at least that was like every all of my cousins and all my friends and shit i had this friend growing up in middle school named weston a white kid like fucking extremely white kid the whitest kid possibly he was named weston yeah, whitest kid i've ever mm-hmm. fucking met in my life and uh i was telling him about reservoir dogs and he's the only person i know that like in the seventh grade i didn't have any friends whatsoever And that's for two it's two reasons why I didn't have any friends. One of them was because I was a literal terrorist. in my sixth grade. I was kicking the shit. I was five I was like five five. I'm the size I am now in sixth grade. I was beating the ever loving shit out of everyone who ever talked shit to me in middle school or in elementary school. So like I was a literal I got beat up so bad in the sixth grade that they had to literally transfer me to a different school. They expelled me for getting an ass whooping. That the whole school jumped in on because I fucking I I pissed off the entire school, so they sent me to a different school, and I had no friends. No one knew who I was. The people who did know who I was like knew me from that old school, and you know word yeah. traveled. People knew who I was, and they were afraid of me. And also on top of that, I also dressed like a yakuza character because yeah. <laughs> I dressed literally. I wore. You told me yeah. about
1: the fucking silk shirts. I think. I used, right? Yes,
0: I used to wear silk shirts. I used to only wear silk oh shirts God. and black slacks because. I thought i don't know what i was thinking but i thought it made me look cool because i looked timeless right <laughs> but i didn't you
2: darling boy <laughs> you probably look like you're about to go to a Bob bop i looked
0: insane because i would wear like i had like a bright red one a deep purple one a deep like a burgundy one a white one and a black so one. all
2: the goth yeah op- yes
0: obviously and a pink one <laughs> like a salmon pink one that i used to wear and i used to wear all of these silk shirts With what you call it, like all the way buttoned up except for the like last two, and I wore like a wife beater underneath it, and I wore black slacks, and I wore like I think a New Balance because that's all I had. (laughs)
2: Right? (laughs) Did you have a switchblade? No, no, I did not
0: have a (laughs) switchblade. I used to wear that shit because I thought I don't know what I in my brain in my stupid fucking brain I thought that's what the cool kids would wear, right? because I like grew up watching gangster movies and gangster movies would wear that like in gangster movies, they would wear that shit. So I was like, well, that's what I wear. I look stupid, but I watched that movie and I was talking about like, Oh yeah. Anyways, we were talking about our favorite movies in middle school and I brought up reservoir dogs and everyone looked around me and was like, what? And I was like, yeah, reservoir dogs is the fucking best movie I've ever seen in my life. And they're just like, what are you talking about like shut up dude i'm trying to watch toy story or something like fucking stupid like that and then and then i was like all right whatever then and then this kid named weston like fucking out of the blue didn't know who really who he was but we had the same class he like walks up to me and he goes have you seen pulp fiction and i was like no and he pulls out of his backpack a copy of pulp fiction <laughs> and gives it to me and he's like watch it tonight talk to me tomorrow and I was this random white kid I didn't know who he fucking was and I went home and I watched it and I came back to him and look I didn't even have to tell him I watched it he walked up to me and he was like this, <laughs> he's like it's good it's good it's real good that's a, <laughs> and I was like
2: that's the magic of being <laughs>
0: that's so and he was just like I was just like it's the fucking greatest movie I've ever seen and he was just like I know I know <laughs> And that was the only friend I had, like, literally. And that was the only thing. For fucking one whole year, that was the only friend I really had. And we did not really friends, but we talked for, like, we had, like, a gap period where, like, for 30 minutes a day. And we would literally just talk. He was like, have you ever seen Kurosawa? And I was like, I don't know who that is. And then he was like fucking, he would pull it out of his backpack, and he's like, watch this. <laughs> he just fucking had him on deck. It was crazy. He was a fucking crazy person. He had one of those, um, you know, those, like, Back in the day, in your car, you had the DVD, like, binder. Yeah. He had one of those full of DVDs. Or not, it was, like, a CD oh. binder, you know? He had one of those full of DVDs yeah. that he kept in his backpack. And, like, from him.
2: I, I do a couple kids like that. From him, but... I
0: watched fucking, like, what is it? Kurosawa. I watched, what is it? The uh, the Island of Lost Children. I watched Amelie. I watched all of that shit through <laughs> him. This fucking. <laughs> he gave me, like, a, a crash a... course in cinema as a kid. He was talking about Mise en Scene in the seventh grade, dude. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. I wonder what happened to that guy. That's beautiful. I hope he's all right. Yeah, I was
1: just watching like Lord of the. <laughs> my, I, I was I honestly, I didn't actually watch that much when I was a kid. Um, what happened was my brother would fucking. The reason so many movies got played in the house was what my brother would do is he would watch the same movie over and over. Hell yeah! You just keep watching the same movie over and over. And then eventually he got to the point in watching that movie where he would start it and then he would just walk away (laughs) and it would just play on the TV. (laughs) So I was like, like fucking the TV was never really available for whatever I wanted to do because the second that he like the second I was like, well, fucking nobody's in here watching anything. I'm just going to watch my own shit. He would. Come downstairs to mm-hmm. the TV and be like, hey, why did you turn that off? <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking what? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> what are you? So I ended up reading mostly what I did as a kid was I read because mm-hmm. I was like homeschooled. So I read a lot of books. Mm-hmm. I would read like Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. uh, a lot. I read fucking Chronicles of Narnia. Hell yeah. And that's what I, because like, and that's why I don't know like hardly anything about fucking cinema. Mm-hmm.
0: No, my, my sister watched so- Bugs Life for. She watches so much she burned a hole in the tape. It was a VHS. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> she burned she literally burned a Fucking hole in the Fucking wild.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, so, uh one movie I did see when I was a kid though that uh this was technically my earliest exposure to Marxism. Mm-hmm. Uh to the idea of like socialism as a concept without really realizing it was ants.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Ants was a great movie. I wanted the fucking like I wanted the grasshoppers to get their asses kicked. Oh no, you're wanted the fucking
0: like you're thinking of
2: You're talking about a Bug's Life. Ants is the one with Woody Allen. (laughs)
0: What? (laughs) Yeah, Bugs Life is the one you're thinking of.
2: Yeah, I was just, like, gritting my teeth there, like, oh,
0: no. (laughs) Ants is with Woody Allen. She doesn't know, does she?
1: (laughs) Which one is is Ants?
0: Ants is the one with Woody Allen. No,
1: which one was the one where they were, like, fucking, like, eating aphids or something like that?
0: That's Ants. You're combining two movies.
1: What happened in that movie?
0: In Ants, Ants is about, I forget what the fucking- Plot of it was it's what is about that? Movie Woody
1: about? Allen, and he's upset. It's about Yeah, it's about
0: Woody Allen wanting to prove that he's better than just the ant colony and then he could go out and do his own thing. And so he ends up falling. Oh, and-
1: yeah, no, no, not that okay, one, yeah. whatever that is. A no, not that. The it's ones where the of. ones where all the bugs got together and like beat the shit out of the fucking grasshoppers, yeah, there we go. Yeah, my Perfect. my sister watched that movie, movie
0: so much that she burned yeah. a hole in it. She burned a hole in the VHS, yeah, that and Austin Powers. Those are the two movies that she watched to death.
2: <laughs> I actually got kind of lucky because, um, so this is embarrassing, but I sort of my gateway into a lot of stuff was anime. Mm-hmm. But that's because, like, in fourth and fifth grade, I was really severely bullied. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just like went home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then I mean, like, just went home immediately and I got really into anime. Mm-hmm. And I started out with, you know, the dumb, you know, usual shit kids are into. Mm-hmm. But then I wanted the harder stuff. Because <laughs> you get to that point, an Adult Swim was just starting to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And we had Cartoon Network, finally. We just got in Cartoon Network. So I started, like, that. I watched Cowboy Bebop, and then I just kept looking. Mm-hmm. So by the age of 11, or, like, 12, I had seen Serial Experiments Lane... I was so impacted by that that in fifth grade I got the haircut.
0: i see. I've never Sorry. seen it, and I don't.
2: It looked terrible.
1: I, I don't The even, first time I've <laughs> the first time I saw that was literally I think a year and a half ago when Shoggs forced me to watch it.
0: Shogs is it always trying terrible. to make me watch it, and I just like. Just, listen, I.
2: I was so, I was so impacted as a fifth grader who was already too online, like lying about my age and sneaking into forums they shouldn't be, <laughs> that I got the haircut, and that is not a haircut. A normal human in general, but particularly a fifth grader with curly hair, should have.
0: <laughs> Shogs, I'm so resistant. I loved I'm it. so resistant to anything Shogs tries to show me. Not not even because he's got bad taste, because he's got great taste. I love Shogs. But the problem is, me and Shogs are very much the same guy but in opposite ways, (laughs) We are the same guy just built backwards, right? And I feel like if he shows me more of the stuff that he's into, I'm gonna show more of the stuff that I'm into, and we're gonna realize that we are literally the same guy. And I'm afraid of that. (laughs) There's an actual fear that I have is that we are the same guy, just somehow our souls were split and we're two different guys now. I, yeah, I fear that about myself around him. So,
2: so I actually was that, and this is really revealing a mm-hmm. lot. But and Neon Genesis Evangelion yes. blew my fucking mind, in particular, made me think about fandom mm-hmm. for the first time in my life. I was like questioning all this like fanish mm-hmm. shit, and like actually trying to engage with the work on a deeper mm-hmm. level. And so I was just I was always two,
1: enlightened. I never <laughs>
2: <laughs> those two combined. Well, I was an anime fan. I was like eleven. Mm-hmm. Those two, and combined, this is the really embarrassing thing Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because it was a study. Mm-hmm. My mom sort of picked up on the fact that I was really interested in like c- crazier, weirder art films, and I really liked old movies mm-hmm. she showed me too. I really liked musicals mm-hmm. and stuff. And so she started showing me a lot of the good shit, and her favorite movies include Hellraiser, mm-hmm. The Seventh Seal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so like, she's got good like art film taste and like horror taste. Mm-hmm. You. So I got really lucky in that she just started showing me things. Like she showed me uh, the original hairspray. Mm-hmm. That was her idea of a good children's Jeez. movie.
0: <laughs> you, you and Shogs.
2: <laughs> was like the original hairspray. It, it was really nice though, and like you know,
0: it's a great movie. I, I love know. John Waters. I love John Waters. She showed so much. me Heather's. Nice.
2: Because I continued to get bullied, mm-hmm. well into like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. She showed me Heather's, mm-hmm. which sounds like bad. No, parenting. that's great
0: parenting. <laughs> listen, that's great parenting. I listen.
2: Yeah, so, and then I start. I got to, like, high school, and I met other people in the movies, and I went off.
0: You yeah. and Shogs um, are the only two theater kids I would feel bad about having to kill. Because <laughs> when the theater kid uh, genocide comes, I'm going to I'm gonna have to live by the words that I said. Hey,
2: we've renounced it. We've good. renounced
0: okay, it. Okay, good. <laughs> I got to make sure your heart is pure. I don't think you... <laughs>
2: I don't think you meet that many adult ex-theater kids who don't talk about it without a deep well
0: of shame. No, no.
2: So I'm not even sure what I did in Drama Club. Like, I'm just sort of convinced that I, like, joined a sex cult accidentally. (laughs) Because looking back, I wasn't in that many productions, and I did do some tech stuff, but I wasn't particularly good. It was like, I think I was just there to jigsaw shit shirtless. (laughs) because like you know drama kids are all stupid horny it's like i think i just accidentally joined a sex cult that occasionally put on yeah planes. no
0: listen like <laughs> theater kids were the were my biggest customers when i was like in high school right hell and yeah the problem that i had was like trying to square that with regular people but i hated them i hate they were just fucking terrible people and i they were like they physically made me ill but i would have to go to their events because i was a weed man right i made money on that yeah. shit i had to go right like they, it was fucking a way to make cash right like meet new yeah. prospective customers of course i'm fucking there i'm a businessman right so i would go to all these fucking stupid events and i would hate myself and then i would be like oh, why am i even fucking here and then one of like you know the richest girl will be like um can can we have like like a half a zip and i'm like that's a lot of fuck that's like 500 bucks <laughs> she's like Okay. Like, okay, yeah, yes. <laughs> I get why I'm here. I know, I now know why Never I'm mind, here. I understand. Yes, I get it. I'm, I'm stupid. I don't know why the fuck I was going to leave. <laughs> right? And I would pay it.
2: Well, the thing is, is like a lot of theater kids also hated other theater kids. Like so much of my group of friends, it's like, what... I, I, I'm fine with them as adults, but a lot of them, look. Like, it's like, we had nothing in common. I never liked a single one of you, and you never liked me. Jeez.
0: I Yeah, I don't, and then.
2: And, like, they're fine adults, but it's still, like, we don't really talk anymore because it's, like, we have nothing in common. I used to hate <laughs> the
0: fucking, like, drug kids that used to throw parties. Like, there was, like, always kids. They were like, yeah, we're fucking pies. We smoke a lot of weed, blah, blah, And then, I like, they would throw parties, and then they would, like, get together and fucking, like, you know buy a few of my fucking pre-rolls and then like fucking you know I'd always have a plug on some booze so I'd bring some through and then they would like be like okay cool and there would be like six of them together and they would just smoke weed and I'd make like 25 bucks and they're like oh you probably made a lot of money off of us today and then I would go to like a fucking theater kid and walk home with like 500-700 bucks in my pocket (laughs) off like (laughs) because they're fucking they did a rap party and like 900 people showed up
3: no. Yeah. <laughs> Insane so, shit. So what big...
2: So one big thing is actually when we were talking about like our school experiences earlier, I actually had to go stare at a wall because I'd forgotten how miserable I was. Oh, geez, my bad. <laughs> like it's been like twenty years. I'd forgot how much I hated every single minute of being a minor. Yeah. <sighs> like I just couldn't wait to turn eighteen.
1: I, I like I'm kinda glad I didn't go to school.
0: It's it rocks.
2: Well, I'm glad I went because there was the big thing though is the big uniting factor in the schools I went to Is we were horrible. We were awful little shits. We were just the worst. And there was like a lot of tension. There was like a combination of really poor kids and really fucking wealthy people. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of other stuff going on. But the one thing we could all unite together was fucking with an authority (laughs) figure. Like, the one time the school would stand united is when someone in the administration did something dumb for no reason.
0: No, I used to get, that was the opposite my experience. All the fucking kids I went to school with loved the fucking administrators and used to hang out with them and fucking be best friends with them. And then, like.
2: nah. Yeah, and
0: then the worst part about it was, like, um, I, used to, I used to get in trouble with uh, the recruiters that used to come all the goddamn time right because yeah. <laughs> they used to come and like i was pretty fucking fit in like high school and like they would come and be like oh anyone who could do 10 push-ups gets this like push pen or blah, blah blah they you know get the, get this yeah. thing and so i would go and i would do like 25 push-ups and they'd be like damn you're gonna sign up and i'm like no i don't want to kill any iraqis <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: no, no, actually,
0: actually, I... I do
2: have a story about that <laughs> i have a story about that so um i was a theater mm-hmm. kid um i also was like i hung out with the drug kids mm-hmm. too and the like punk band mm-hmm. kids I had a wide variety of friend groups. When one started annoying me more, I just hopped to the other one. Nice. Very good move in high school. But uh so my uh brother Craig that I've mentioned, the guy who moved in with us in high school, mm-hmm. uh, by the time we got to high school, he had lost all the weight. Mm-hmm. He was this beautiful, he was a triple threat, star of every show, hated it. Mm-hmm. But um he was this beautiful at this point over six foot, mm-hmm. slender dancer. Mm-hmm. So everyone, because he was the town gay, he was the only out gay mm-hmm. guy. Really, mm-hmm. everyone assumed he was wimpy. But have you met?
0: Dancers? No. Yes. No. Nothing prepares you for they're violence. Muscle yeah. Yeah. They're muscle bound
2: people. They're they have balance. They're strong. Another one of our friends was uh Coco, who I'm going to call that Coco. Coco was a five foot four Hispanic meddler. Just like, you know, the kid just angry. He has all this Me. rage and he doesn't even know what to do <laughs> with Me. it. And he wants so bad the <laughs> DH kid seriously. Like, so one of the big things is we all riffed all together all the time. And at one point someone made a gentle riff at Corbin about his guitar. And he's like, I take my guitar playing very seriously. <laughs> he actually is a professional musician now, by the way. So it worked out. But at one point, he was like, I'm going to join the army. I'm going to go. I'm going to go talk to recruiters because they always go after the Hispanic kids. Yeah, obviously. The poor kids, like he has a single mom. Like mm-hmm. They always go after him. We were panicking because mm-hmm. Corbin was an emotional mm-hmm. kid. We were like, there's no way. He's not going to last a day. He is going to get court-martialed. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening is like Corbin's in there and he's talking to the recruiter and Craig just walks in mm-hmm. and picks him up. Mm-hmm. Bridal style and carries him out. <laughs> While Corbin's bri- just like nope. Like if you've seen, have you guys seen Mulan?
0: Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: So this happened frequently. This was the only time we did it in front of the army recruiters. I watched but, Mulan uh, all the time. You know where the big a guy? You know where the big guy picks up the little mm-hmm. guy? Mm-hmm. That is always what I think except it's the tall gay dancer and a tiny angry Hispanic metalhead and Corbin just yelling he's going like, "Ah, let me go. And Craig just, Zen, Zen, go with the flow.
0: Oh my God.
2: And this would happen Like, whenever he got too mad, his, like, gay friend would come in and pick him up and leave. (laughs) Hold and swaddle him until he calmed down. (laughs) Jesus. Because Craig was, like, he was, like, a foot doll with these really long (laughs) limbs. Just calm, calm, peace, peace.
0: Actually, so I think I have to go. I just got a text from my girlfriend. It says that I left the stove on. So my house is probably on fire, which is going to be cool. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that was fine. It'll burn yeah, down. We'll
1: get a we'll get a good we'll app out of yeah, the burn. Inshallah.
0: Down. <laughs> inshallah. Yeah. Inshallah I will be <laughs> well, boiled. Thank
2: you for having me on the podcast.
0: No. Honestly, it's been f- fun. We like went extra long on this one cuz we were just having a good time and I appreciate you coming on to the yeah. pod. I appreciate you letting us milk it. the milk some clout. That's, I, <laughs>
2: hey, if any of my followers manage to stick around, please give these people your money.
1: <laughs> me especially. I in all Ivy. of the money
0: goes I to Ivy. Ivy,
2: I have investment right? in Ivy. All of the money goes to Ivy. Ivy. go to Ivy. <laughs> all of it. By proxy, any money you give Ivy will eventually go yeah.
0: to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yes. So please How? support. Don't worry about support it. Support the homies. <laughs> don't
1: worry support about it. Support the homies.
0: Uh, you can follow us on uh twitter you can follow me at ain't Her show you can follow ivy at professor getter you can follow um lexi at Lex. uh what is it against stan
2: against stan yes. it's twitter user hunter Biden. Yes. Uh, against stan you can listen i'm the one with the anna nicole icon like yes.
0: you can listen to all of us uh anywhere that podcasts are being listened to you can uh go to right now the homie collective uh at what is it? Patreon slash the homie the homie collector. Yes, and if you want to leave us a, a message about this podcast being a funny voicemail. or not funny, or you want to just send me a death threat because I'm I actually want that. Send you can send call me a death threat. Yeah, you can send me actually Seth send Bum me death a private. To uh, me. Send if me if you have a,
2: any death threats you want to send me, and I know there are a few of you. Please send them to them instead. Yeah.
0: Send it to yeah. 669-250-1883 <laughs> That's, uh, six, six, nine, two, five, zero, one, eight, eight, three. All right. Give us a call. Uh, (laughs) bye.